Yo, welcome to my pal Sammy. I am your host, Sammy Yunan, and I am taking a break from my summer layer to do a uh, solo episode. Every now and then, you gotta leave the band, I guess, right? I figured since uh, we're all under house arrest, may as well do a little bit of entertainment. It's weird, eh? March 2020 will long be remembered as like the month where we were all cut off from culture. One by one, the coronavirus canceled festivals like South by Southwest and Tribeca, Hot Docs. Music tours were postponed. Books were quietly launched without signings and readings. I'm not trying to be dramatic, just recognizing the scope of what we have sacrificed. Any significant death comes in slow waves of realization. You don't just lose a mom. You lose a therapist. You lose a grilled cheese maker. You lose your moral North Star. You lose a friend. Wave after wave of realization of what you have truly lost. And I, I get it. I, I know this is... I don't know how to do quotes on these things when I'm talking. So... Cue the quotes. This is a quote, the best time for this to ever happen, end quotes. Because of streaming, because of Amazon, because of Facebook. But those conveniences, they leave us at the mercy of the algorithm. That's why we have these fancy festivals. To arrange divine encounters in a way Tinder never could. To enhance curation and broaden taste to shock and to awe. You may enjoy science fiction, and to stumble upon a new indie filmmaker is a powerful joy. Facebook knows you, but it doesn't know you. We were kind of cut off from culture before. It was during 9-11. From September 11 to about September 29, everything slowed down or ground to a halt. But not like this. Not at all like this. I mean, Jay-Z's The Blueprint came out on September 11. Culture kept coming like the ebb and flow of a major city's downtown. Like for me, one of the unspoken perks working and having an office dead set downtown Toronto is the attractive Young and Dundas address. It's that distinct Canadian humble Times Square, the, the corporate requisite blitz of screens, the damnation preachers, the live music hustlers, there's a few breakdancers sometimes, pop culture icons like a skateboarding Spider-Man. It is all there. This illustrious tapestry, downtown Toronto fuels and openly markets as a defining characteristic. Thing is, when I first began working out of my office in 2001, I was surrounded by culture. I mean, just that May, R.E.M. showed up to do a live concert promoting their album at the time, Reveal, which that name proved to be prophetic. Record stores and bookstores, all comfortable and predictable third-place ambassadors. You know that third place between work and home? A significant reason why you put on pants. Efficiently and effectively connecting myself and many other passionate fans to culture. You gotta have a scene. You gotta have a place to go. 
I did I really didn't have this in Scarborough. Growing up and living in Scarborough, the borough most thorough, offered me a different cultural education. <laughs> Usually via the sundry characters I'd continually encounter. It was very much Fat Albert like In the suburbs, I eagerly sipped the back of a stop sign, the bright, potent stickers yielding a window into a rich underground world. Maybe that was a band. Maybe some, some, some sort of cool website. In Scarborough, I was used to being cut off from culture. I had to find it like a ghetto Easter egg hunt. Downtown Toronto, however, is where the action is, or rather was. An indie movie or limited appeal documentary won't screen in the suburbs. Back in the pre-internet world, I had to ride the red rocket to poetry readings, film and music festivals, all kinds of cultural happenings. The red rocket is the affectionate name we gave to the subway in better days and in better budgets. Living in Skyro is like astronomy. I can study the stars from afar, even appreciate their beauty, but going downtown in a red rocket physically engaging the stars like a cultural astronaut is always a far better education. Culture is far more satisfying as a participant than as a consumer, and it's even better as a creator. I was ecstatic my new office put me mere steps from the action. The action and culture, however, didn't last long. Sam the Record Man closed on June 30, 2007. A few blocks down Young Street on September 13, 2010, Edge 102 closed up its street-level studio and moved to Sugar Beach, as P.J. Harvey would put it, down by the water. You know, I was lunch boy at Edge 102, assisting DJs with research from uh, interviews, freely supplying fun facts, for show prep, meeting bands, discovering music, music and movies. I still have friends from my Edge 102 days. You know, to to go full circle, Lunch Boy was born on that rainy day, uh, May 17, 2001. That was the REM concert. REM closed on Young Street, uh, setting up shop to promote, the, as I said, that album reveal. Free RM concert during lunch? Oh, yeah, it's all coming up Millhouse. If I can be uh, open here for a moment. RM and I have an off, uh, off and on again relationship. We're one of those couples people ask if we're t- still together or broken up. Which is it this week, today? It was touch and go when Bill Berry, the drummer, left. My belief was, and still is, that if the four of you started something, the four of you should finish it. Maybe that makes me naive. Maybe that makes me ignorant. Maybe that makes me arrogant. All I know is there is no value in starting something. Anything. Finishing is where the glory lives. As an album reveal was a heart-to-heart R.E.M. and I both needed. To clear the air, to put our cards on the table. All the other cliches we employ to reduce the sublime stature of love. It starts with an elevated, infectious fist pumper. The lifting, where lead singer Michael Stipe sings or prophesizes. 
You said the air was singing. It's calling you. You don't believe. These things you've never seen, never heard, never dreamed. By the time that concert was finished, the love was full on. Heady full of music and spirit desperate to soar, but trapped by mortal flesh. I wandered into Edge 102. The street-level studio has always been a unique feature. Fans could drop by, see the bands play, talk to the radio DJs, request songs, and grab stickers. It was a community. For me, it eventually became a cultural home, a scene. I showed up following that REM concert to go home. I'd been having lunch there a few times, saying little to the staff, just simply enjoying my time, enjoying the music, even the atmosphere. I got the nickname Lunchboy not because I brought lunch, but because I showed up at lunch. I've never had a nickname before. They rarely stick, yet this one, for some reason, worked. And so, to recap that joyous REM concert, I was asked to sit down at the mic and to share. Thus, Lunchboy was born. And today... Lunchboy, well, he's kind of sort of done. Well, this current incarnation. I'll still continue to help with prep, with jokes, good and bad, and just generally the voodoo that I do. But on September 13, 2010, Edge 102 closed up its street-level studio on Young Street. No more cultural home. Thankfully, the community lives on. Like seeing friends after you graduate. Sure, it's not every day anymore, but the love is still there. Man, it went so beyond the work. Weddings and funerals and breakups, regrets and opportunities, promotions, arguments, dancing, birthday, bad jokes, inside jokes, more dancing, and tons of free food. Allow me to take just a moment. Thank you for all the DJs for letting me crash your workplace, for always making me feel welcome, for letting me chip in and help. It was and it is an honor to be able to participate and make things better is awesome. Thanks to all the promo staff, you laughed at like at least 60% of my jokes and always give me a high five or a hug when I'd run into you at shows. The station doesn't give you folks enough credit or respect. Thank you to the security guys, Nelly, especially. You never treated me like riffraff. I had so much fun entertaining you. Thank you to all the bands who dropped by. I met so many crazy, wonderful musicians. Got exposed to so much amazing music. Half the Chili Peppers, Anthony Kiedis and John Frusciante. Frusciante has no human social skills, interaction, or whatever. He's just this human machine that just makes music. What's his name? The... The, the dude, the My So-Called Life guy in 30 Seconds from Mars, met that dude. Gene Simmons from Kiss, I accidentally shook his hand. I, uh, I, of course, I watched it quite a bit after that. That alone should make me immune from coronavirus. I even got to help friends who are in bands, give them a leg up. Anything that makes the rivers of music flow more smoothly, I'll gladly do. I only wish I'd fought for more bands, gotten more bands on the radio. Oh, thank you to my fans. Strangely, considering this is radio, 
I did get recognized and I did have to sign autograph. It's just bizarre. And it was a shame that some of my fans were not ladies. <laughs> Thank you to the industry folks. You kept me well stocked. All kinds of CDs. Kept me hip like I'm one of the cool kids. Yes, I just said CDs in 2020. Thank you to all the concerts and movies and t-shirts and CDs and DVDs. There they are again. Uh, books and so much more. I took all these things and in turn took your blessings and rained them down on the people in my life. I was able to become a better friend, a better person. There's a precise love in generosity. Truly, it's one of the things, one of the many things I learned at the edge. So yeah, thank you to all these people and more. You will always be included in my greatest hits package. Just like downtown Toronto. And that was up to 2010. When it was all time to say goodbye. More goodbyes. 2014 brought the end of the world's biggest bookstore on March 30th. And a few months later, the demise of Sunrise Records on November 15th. These closings took their culture with them. World's biggest bookstore is slowly becoming a condo. Edge 102 is a hair salon. This wasn't creationism. This was cremation. It was the end of it. Now Magazine departed from their building uh, not far from all these places at 189 Church Street. It's currently being demolished. Now all I'm left with is an Indigo bookstore at the Eaton Center. BMV is all right, but it's a bit too chaotic. HMV, which eventually devoted more shelf space and more store space to nerd knickknacks in case I needed a Doctor Who mug, which sadly does not have a TARDIS-like interior. How good would that tea mug be? Did HMV wasn't long for this world. HMV died on April 30, 2017. Another casualty. KIA. I've gone full circle. From going up, being cut off from culture, which made sense in the suburbs, to now being cut off from culture. Only I'm downtown where culture should be happening. And celebrated. And created. And mostly inspired. And yes... It has to be said, it's not that our lives were Norman Rockwell perfect when we were surrounded by culture. We were always given choices to participate or consume, complain or create. It's just that we had outlets, platforms, the ability to manifest dreams and create scenes. Your name and lights will always be more enticing than peddling an ebook. Lining up for author signings connects us in a way that online forums do not. It's easy to blame the market, blame the internet, you know, the usual standard suspects. Kaiser Sose. And anyways, blame is never an effective or helpful solution to excel in life. The common sense approach is to surround yourself with the like-minded people. Want to run? Hang out with runners. Want to write? Roll with writers. 
in our current circumstances, my corona. If we continue to be cut off from culture, how can we grow? How can we be challenged? What stories do we want our streets to share? We will get back to normal, eventually. This will just probably be longer than the 9-11 reset. 9-11, as horrific as that event was and still is, reset the culture. Or rather, we were given a chance to reset. During 9-11, everything shut down for a while until roughly September 28 when Rudy Giuliani went on Saturday Night Live and said it was okay to laugh again. The thing with 9-11 was there wasn't a lot going on. It was an odd window of time. Only baseball and a few other things got affected. With my corona, our culture year begins in March. It starts to get warmer. January, everybody has a Christmas hangover. And February is Black History Month, Valentine's. A few things that just get you through the month. Come March into April and May, we start. We come out of hibernation. Festivals and events and blockbuster movies. March break programming. Spring break. Woo! We failed to reset post 9-11. Instead, we started two wars and, well, off we went. Status quo. We can reset now. We can get basic income going. So many people out of work. This is a dynamic opportunity to implement this incredible, life-changing principle. We can cut fear out of our media diets like sodium. We can unsubscribe. We can catch up. We can do all these things. I don't know if we will. Take the reset times when they come. Right now is the best time to strike, to build, to create, to plant. Because an empty field is inspiring. Like taming a blank page or, or wrestling a white canvas into artful submission. Everything's been reset for a resurgence. We will get back to normal. What do you want to happen when we are reconnected with culture? Sing it, because you know how the song goes. Reunited, and it feels so good. Reunited, because we understood. There's one perfect fit. And sugar, this one is it. We are both so excited, because we are reunited. I am Sam Yunin. Thanks for spending a few minutes with me, hanging out. I set up a Facebook page. If you go to facebook.com slash mysummerlayer or plop in my pal Sammy into Facebook, it'll come up. I am posting there three times a day. A variety of dynamic and creative cultural and entertainment recommendations because everybody is trapped at home. Please go check it out and like it. I mean, you don't want to watch just more than TV during this time, right? There's free comic books, podcast videos, an incredible variety of pop culture goodness. All that is yours for one simple like. That's a pretty good deal. Hustlers, yo. 
Thanks for listening to me in the Netflix world. Stay safe. Stay clean. Downtown Toronto, yo.